Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is A Cold Fire Within. It was written by Christopher Smith Adair, and it's available from Chaosium and Drive-Thru RPG. Our game master is Keith Craig, and this is episode eight. Just so that you understand, Zane has been busy with his acting career, so he has asked Keith to take over his position. Our recap will be given by Mark Anthony as his character, Alexios Ecopoulos. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Mark. Thank you very much, Tom. <clears throat> I found myself in the town of Socrates with my little cousin, Damiel, and my new friends. I'd hoped to be far from the unspeakable things we have found ourselves faced with. Malicious shadows, land of dreams, and men of voodoo. Yet here in the small, charming town of Socrates, trouble has found us yet again. I know not the intricacies of what Damiel and my new friends have gotten themselves into, nor do I really want to. But I do know that blood is blood and I must stick with family as they would do for I. It was around eight o'clock when we arrived and sought accommodation, yet trouble beat us there. The keen eye of my friend spotted two strange men eyeing us and quickly departing. I and Blake gave chase before the others had time to notice, or I and Mr. Blake. Confronting the men, I expected them to flee, much as many men tend to do in my presence, yet they stood stalwart and managed to resist Mr. Blake's strange mind manipulation black magic, at least at first. Humbled by a bloody nose and a few scratches, we managed to best them, Mr. Blake sending them on a train journey far, far away, or so we thought. In our endeavor to find a mode of transport, the men's truck, and after finding the location of their home, we were caught with our pants down and held at gunpoint by the same two brothers we now know weren't fully hypnotized. Thankfully, we managed to best the brothers after some quick thinking and fast hands from my friends. We downed one of the bastards, but the other hightailed and ran. I don't blame him either. After seeing what was done to his brother, I wouldn't like to stick around for too long either. Thank all you. right all right well when we uh left off uh little jimmy weblin had run out the house alexios had given chase the other four were inside the hovel with uh big timmy screaming at the top of his lungs as his eyeballs had been uh magically ripped from their uh sockets uh so we'll continue in dex order milton you are up so we've got eyeless guy on the floor. Uh, the dogs have been taken care of, if I remember right. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go ape shit and kick the last of the living shit out of the guy on the floor. Then. All right. Give me a uh, brawl with a bonus die because he can't really see it coming. Yep, the bonus die gives me on the nose forty-four. All so regular right. success. All right, roll your damage. All right, it's just regular. I've not got a damage bonus, so one point. Really kicked the shit out of him there. <laughs> this this will be a prolonged effort, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, Damiel, what what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm a little bit horrified at what I just did, but uh, I think I'm going to. 
divorce myself from the violence that's now going on and I'm going to just start looking around to see if I can see anything significant or important. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, as you, uh, a quick glance around, you see uh, lots of uh, posters on the, on the wall. Uh, there's a, um, a pamphlet advertising a speech by Father Coughlin and, uh, you know, various uh, goods to be repairing stuff. It seems like they were mostly maybe the local handyman, handyman. Uh, for anything else, I need you to get, make a spot hidden. 68 is a fail. All right. Okay. All right. Moving on to Boris. I am going to help my dog. He was bit severely. Okay. Give me a, like a first aid. First aid, you got it. Uh, 20. So it's just a basic success. All right. Yep. Yep. As you attend to him, you can give him back two hit points on if you're tracking it. And finally, Mars Dim. Um, I was looking to see if anything in my uh, bag might be useful uh, to assist Boris with his injured animal. But I don't think a, a surgical knife set is quite in order. Um, and I trust that uh, the uh, remaining brother will be hunted down, you know, before I could catch up. Uh, I'm going to uh, see about the vehicle so that we can make our way out of this. Okay. I believe the general pejorative is shithole promptly once this is cleaned up. All right. The vehicle is outside, which will be a nice transition to Alexios trying to run down uh, little Jimmy Weblin. For the viewers, I'll show you a quick little uh, map of uh, the chase that we'll be referencing. Well, as you can see, Weblin's a, a couple spots ahead of you there, Alexios, and he is faster. You do get two move actions per per round, and you can see where the hazards are between five and six, eight and nine, and the truck is at space 12. I'm assuming a move action just moves you up in uh, an implement. Or you could take some other action if you want to. Okay. No, I'm going to try and run the little bastard man right. down. He has a higher dex than you, so he is going to go first. And uh, Jimmy runs from uh, space three to space space five, moving two spots. Okay. You are. Yeah, I'm going to move from one to three then. One to three. And just so the viewers know, from last uh, episode, uh, little Jimmy got an extreme, so he's got a move rate of eight, the same as Alexia. So essentially, they are uh, traveling at the same speed right now. Oh. We'll continue on. He his he comes to the fence that you guys uh, that were surrounding the property, and he is just going to try and climb the fence uh, quickly. Oh, a zero one. Yeah, he goes flying over that fence like it's like it's nothing. It almost like a uh, he kind of put his hands on it, popped the one foot on it, and just kind of jumped right right on over. Moving on to space seven. You're up, Alexios. Uh, you said that is at five, that obstacle? Yep, between five and six. So you'll be right at the edge of it at the end yeah. of this round. I'll, uh, as I'm running, I'll see, is it like a chain link fence or is it a wooden fence? A uh, chain link. 
chain link. Okay, I'll see if we can find like a, uh, as I'm running up to it, I'll sort of look for any weak points that I can maybe pull over my head rather than climbing. All right, yeah. Uh, you do see one. It'll, t- it'll take a hard strength roll to break through. Hmm. Okay. Do you need me to roll that now? Nope, we'll come back to you. Uh, Milton, what what are you doing in uh, this time? You're going to kick back? Try and, try and improve on last time. All right. He's going to swing, but he's got a penalty dice because he just kind of has a general idea where your foot's coming from. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I'm on 22, which is a hard from me. Uh, he got a hard also, so you win. All right. And that will be also another one point. All right. Yeah, he's he's uh, screaming out, but now, you know, he's starting to – the pain is probably uh, disappearing as the adrenaline's starting to kick in. Now he's starting to get, get mad again. Uh, the tortoise, slow and steady, will cave his head in. Yes, right. <laughs> um, I'm going to check the kitchen for any uh, additional weapons, knives – um nothing big and heavy just yeah without you don't need to make a roll for that they definitely have a knife block in there okay i'll take a couple of small hand knives not right, not like, butcher knife size but... like steak knives yeah like steak knives a couple of okay. not very nice but they do have it okay uh boris if I see Milton having a little trouble with the guy on the floor, I'm just going to flip the rifle over in my hand and bat him with the stock. All right. Uh, bat away. He doesn't see it coming, so you get a uh, double bonus. All right. First one would be a 15. Oh, oh, 05. Ooh. I rolled a zero for the boss. I have no strength bonus or any of that. I'm an old man, so whatever. Uh. The cl- club, club, we'll call it a D8. So that's a, is that an extreme for you? Yeah, that would be extreme. And that's max damage because he he wasn't fighting eight, back. Eight points. Yeah. So yeah, he he whacked him good. Uh, you get some blood spurts out of his skull where you uh, made the bone or the metal part of the gun hit hitting. Yeah, he felt that one, but he he still. Uh, let me give him a con check because that's half his hit points. Yeah, you knocked him out. Just just tie him up. All right. Marsden. Uh, now, Keeper, do I recall we were led in through a fence and into this building, mm-hmm. which was sort of shotgun style? Yeah, like a shotgun house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Weblin ran the long way, and Alexios is chasing him the long way. So I probably don't have as many spaces to go to get to the truck. Okay. And I'm wondering, I mean, I probably haven't put away the 36 that I put one of the dogs down with. Mm-hmm. So if I see the two of them advancing, you know, Pythagorean-like along that leg, I will certainly take a pot shot at Jimmy, All which right. should at least slow him down. All right, fire away. Yeah, you do see him running. Uh, 15 Ooh. is old. I don't have a great, that's only a regular, but. Okay, still hit. Uh, and that's 1d3 plus my damage bonus of minus one. 
<clears throat> well, you, should, you shouldn't get a damage bonus. Oh, yeah, not for guns, right? <laughs> Yeah. Just because I'm a small person doesn't mean my bullets are smaller. All right. And that's a three. All right. So I winged him good. Yeah, he, he yells out. And uh, Alexios, you see like his uh, shoulders kind of shoot out, so shoot out a little blood as it get, gets winged. And uh, But he's going to keep pressing on. All right. He's going to move from uh, seven to eight and uh, when he gets to eight you see some gravel on there and he starts to uh, slip but he's going to make a dex check and he wipes out he falls down and oh, it, wow. will, it will cost him two move points so you got two free rounds there Alexios to try and catch up oh excellent yes uh, I'm going to continue through and see if I can lift that fence over my head alright give me your strength roll yes <laughs> I have the power lifter perk so with bonus if that's uh, your palpability, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to need it because my strength is 95, but okay, so 30 sex on the first one. That's good enough. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of just hit that fence, just grrr, bends it out, out of the way, and you move up to uh, six and seven. He, For your reference, he's laying on his face on space nine. So... Uh, he spends his uh, his uh, two actions getting up, standing up, and you catch up at uh, space nine. Excellent. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't. Am I able to do anything else, or is that just me caught up to him? When he tries to leave, you'll be able to take a swing at him. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so he's trying to leave. Uh, sweet. Yes, I'm going to just try and uh, pummel him to the grind for my friends. All right. All right, he's going to try and dodge because he's got people shooting at him, eyeballs being ripped out. And okay, where is my brawl? Uh, oh, only just a regular, so 79 regular. All right, I got a regular dodge. So dodge wins. Dodge, 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 wins. Does, dodge does win. No worries. All right. He moves uh, two ahead, and you see he's about one space from the truck. Okay. Don't you dare, bastard man. All right. Now we'll cut cut back into uh to Milton there. Any rope around? Sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, I want to pretty much truss him up like a chicken, but also around his neck. So the minute he try and moves, he'll probably strangle himself. All right. Uh give me a dex roll for how well you uh tie that unless you have some ability. The end rope rope tying. I'll, I'll go straight with decks. All right. Uh, 24 is under half of my decks. All right. That's pretty good. You got him all tight, tied up. Maybe that one where if like he struggles, it tightens around his neck more. Okay. Yep. All right. Damio. I continue to look. Are there other rooms in this house? Not really. They, you think they're, uh, it was kind of like a, they looked like they slept in the uh, common room together and they had the kitchen off there and uh, the restroom was the outhouse. There is an armory. Like a gun, gun thing looking for on any the kind of connection these guys might have to the, the bad guys that we... Uh, besides that they're both a uh, League of Forgotten Gentlemen. Yeah. I guess I already knew that. Um... I don't know. I think I'm just going to continue looking around, even if there's nothing. Okay, no problem. All right, Boris? 
I'm going to investigate the armory and see if there are any other weapons are useful. Yeah, they've got uh, some shotguns there. Uh, 16 gauge. I open up my bag that I keep my my rifle in and I put a couple shotguns and a bunch of shells. And then I, is there any lamp oil or? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I get a couple and set it on a table and start taking the tops off and I think okay. you can see where it's going. Yep. Yeah. All right, Marsden. Uh, well, that vehicle's important to us in a couple of ways, so I guess I'll take another shot at Jimmy. All right. Having, you know, I've advanced a little bit given his pratfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, 65 is not sufficient, so. Pew! Pew! All right. Alexios, you are you are up. You're two spaces behind him. Just so you know, there is a gravel uh, gravel area that's either you're going to need to jump over or or get a hard dex to get through. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a hard dex, and that's going to be very unlikely. All right, um, he's a big boy. Hard dex, right. come on. Oh my, I passed it by one, but all right. Well, that's uh, that's all you need to pass by. So you go go cruising through. You you catch up to him, and when he uh, tries to move out of your space, you get to swing uh, again at him if you would like. To go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a reg. Let me see. Is it a regular? Uh yeah, that's just a regular. Okay. Uh, he failed his dodge, so that's uh, all you needed. Excellent. Uh, I was just gonna try and like pen him if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So you kind of try and wrap him up? Pretty much. Just going to, like, try and bear hug him. All Maybe right. squeeze him a wee bit, break a few bones in the process. All right. He's going to fight back, so let's do strength versus strength. Okay. Ugh. 31, which is a hard. All right. Beat my 99. So... So you kind of uh, squeeze down and just uh, give me uh, a damage roll because you're kind of bear hugging him pretty tight. Uh, okay, so unarmed. So that's a D3 plus a D6. I'll not use my heavy header perk because I'm pretty sure I've got him. Uh, D3 plus D6. So that's a four plus a one. So that's five damage. Five damage, all right. Okay, yeah, he's... Uh, you hear him start to uh, almost like you're an anaconda around him as he's breathe as he breathes out. You squeeze out, so it's getting harder and harder for him to get some air into his lungs. <laughs> right. Uh, so guys inside, you've got it kind of tied up. You're searching around. He's not going to wake up anytime soon after getting cracked in the head. Anything you want to do in particular that we don't need that that would need to be tracked round by round. No, okay. I'm not going to douse the place yet. I'm going to discuss it first with the guys, but it's prepped in case we need to. I'm on a similar wavelength to uh, to Boris. I was actually looking to see if they had any dynamite in the armory. Huh. Wouldn't no, that they... just call attention? Why don't we just dispatch these guys and bury them? Nobody will know they're gone for weeks. Or maybe make stage it to where they look like they're killing. They killed each other in a fight. Mm-hmm. 
I was thinking of making it look like an accident if they had explosives in the house and it's a kind of warning to others that don't be bloody stupid. But also just digging a shallow grave and dumping them seems quite appropriate. It's all the respect they deserve. Hey, Marston, uh, what, are you, what are you doing now that you see Alexios is kind of squeezing him pretty tight? Uh, you know, my concern that uh, he was going to get, off, get out of here with the vehicle is lessened. And I suppose now that we have them captive, the matter of the key to the truck will not uh, be significant. Um, but maybe um, if I walk up to them and, and present my revolver to um, young Jimmy's temple, it'll be easier to frog march him back to the house that we can talk to the brothers together while we decide their fate. All right. All right, Alexius could just pick him up like this and walk. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Weblin boys are big, but it's they, true. They it's are big. Right. He's got one more chance to try and break free from you, Alexius. Let's do a strength roll. Uh, extreme. I got a critical. Oh, a one. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> Excellent. That's why I got, I got the look on my face like, ooh. <laughs> so you, you uh, it catches you off guard. You kind of just like, you want to spend luck to get to a critical? Yeah, I mean, 15. Yeah, I'll spend 14 luck. All right, all right, yeah. Because <laughs> you are stronger than him. So uh, the tie, you you go ahead and, and win that tie. And he kind of... Uh, for a second, you feel you feel your uh, hands start to kind of get get pried away. Then you buckle down, you squeeze him back down, and you kind of feel the uh, the air and the fight come out of out of him when you see Marsden walking up with his uh, revolver. Nice. He's like like going. He's like like uh, the father war warned us about you, bunch of a uh, bunch of red devils. I just laugh at him and peck him up like a suitcase. <laughs> he kind of is kicking, but it's pretty ineffective as you kind of carry him back. I'd like to hear more about the father, that's for sure. I'd like to hear what they tell the rank and file, since obviously they don't say we're ancient non-humans occupying persons. What what are you talking about? I know that I know I know I know I can see through your uh, commie lies. You know, uh, you're traveling around with that Russian and this this guy with his funny accent. You know, a lot of people who left Russia don't like the communists very much. Oh yeah, that's that's how they they sneak in. And frankly, your accent is on the hilarious side of things. I'll be a, go. Whatever, whatever. I'll be a worthy martyr for the cause. That might well be the case. Uh, you'll probably urinate yourself first. Hmm. Don't forget your brother's eyeballs. Yeah, I, yeah. There's probably some some dirty red trick. That's what that was. Uh, it was a dirty trick. I think it's safe to say. But after all, you did ambush us. Oh, just defending our property. We said we have a right, right in this country. 
Yes, your property. Uh, if you care for it very much, you might want to be a little more cooperative. We'll see, but we'll. The we'll, idiot we'll shall see. rise again. We we will. We'll we'll be back. I wonder if you have any coffee in that hut of yours. Hmm. You guys make it back to the uh, the uh, shack. See, uh, Boris has got some uh, lamp oil set out, and uh, Damio's. Uh, now, quick question: While I, this was all going on, once I hear them bringing uh, Jim, what is his name? Jim. Jimmy. Um, could I locate the eyeballs? Sure. All right. I want to just coat, like, kind of scoop them up into my hand. Okay. And have the dog sitting next to me. Okay. Yeah. I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he, Alexios comes through the door, kind of has to kind of turn a little sideways to get, get the ginormous him through and uh, little Jimmy, Jimmy through the door at the same time. Friends, I bring gifts. I'll uh, just purpose, I see the eyeballs dangling from Boris's hand and I'll purposely set him uncomfortably close to them. Well done. Mm. He kind of pulls away a little bit. Octavian, catch. And I throw one into Octavian's mouth. Let me give him his... Uh... You kind of see his, uh, he kind of, his shoulders kind of sag down. Maybe he'll and chokes it back down and, and kind of just starts looking at the floor and, and defeated. I suggest you talk to my friends unless you want to feed my dog too. And then I go about my business like he's not even there. <laughs> One thing I would like to see if there was in the armory or if they've got lying around. Either a golf club or a baseball bat. Probably a baseball bat, not a golf club. Yeah. Works for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Blake, uh, Dracos, um, Clever Jimmy here said something. He referred to uh, one of his white banded brethren as the father. Is that language we've heard before? among this rabble? I don't think so, but it's it's certainly consistent of a number of uh, syllables in the word that I think would be probably the longest in his vocabulary. Didn't, didn't you say something about Father Somebody rather just a minute ago? I did. I was looking through stuff. Yeah, on the wall there's a, uh, a picture of Father Coughlin. Oh, Father Coughlin. Uh, the radio thug. Yeah. I see. Oh, yes, we have come across that fellow before, haven't we? We haven't met him, but the name's come up. Was this one of the fellows we read about in the paper back in Bargles? Is that one of the journals? Maybe. Yeah. I know the names. I know the names. So at least a, like a radio preacher has come up before. Yep. Mm hmm. Hmm. 
So we were attacked and this guy says that he was warned about us. So that yeah. means they knew we were coming. Yeah, he he said it. Leopold said said that he there was people snooping around his house and he's worried that they'd be following him up here. But it's not his house anymore. So Leopold is up here for sure. Yes, he he was here. Where is he? We dropped him off uh, up on up near Devil's Pass. Oh, maybe if you still have your eyes, you can help us get to Devil's Pass. Yeah, I'd take you up there. Not a lot of people that make it up there don't make it back. There's a reason they call it Devil's Pass. Why? Why do they call it Devil's Pass? Because it's such a hard trail to hike that the uh, the Dutch felt that only people with cloven hoofs could walk it. Hmm. That's very clever. Superstitious pre-moderns. Uh, but there is no vehicular means of getting there? You didn't drive them up the truck and just no. arrive? You dropped them You took them to a place they could hike to the pass? Yeah, no, no. No vehicle can make it up that. What's up there? I don't know. They wanted to, wanted to go up there. They said that, that it was important for the uh, organization. Yes, it's not the organization you think, you poor bumpkin. They're letting in actual aliens, not foreigners. They're letting in creatures from other time and place that inhabit human bodies. Did you, kinda, notice their, did you notice the eyes, the strange gray eyes? Kind of looks at you funny. He's like, I wasn't checking out other men's eyes. That's not what I understand you guys do. No. Whatever you with your your hound dog and oh I can't even understand you. I'll kind of whisper Good. to uh, or stage whisper to Boris. It's not like that. It's more like brother and sister. That kind of uh... ah da da. Mm -hmm. Um, and I look down at Octavian and I have him like start growling and salivating at at the whatever Jimmy. Mm. I think a dog is hungry. You you wish to give eye? Let, let me get and I start walking towards him and I pull out a little knife. I, I just need one. Yeah, he kind of uh, uh pull pulls away from from you like and you turn his head and cl even closing his eyes in almost a reflexive action. We don't know the names of everybody involved in your little escapades up here. And yeah. you want to you want to know it all? Want to want to know them all? Up here, it's my brother and I. We're the only members. We're the f founding members of the uh, of this chapter. You're How did the they find you, stellar sons of? Genetic superiority. Oh, male. Huh. 
I think we are wasting time. We should, you know. Well, I, yeah, if he's not any use to us, then he could do damage to us if we let him go. I walk oh. back over to the bag and make a display of taking out the shotgun, making sure it's loaded to see if he wants to try to make him spill anything that he, you know. Oh, maybe if I talk, I'll stay alive. Give him a... He actually kind of has a different reaction. You almost, uh, you probably would recognize it being from Russia, the almost the true believer, you know, I, this will be a worthy end for me, you know. Gets that uh, stiff, stiff chin. Uh, finally, some respect I'll give you. Do you believe you that you're to going die? to gain something by dying i believe that uh some sacrifices must be made and uh that i will always that my name will be remembered oh. you're gonna be shit out of luck mate uh the men you took up to devil's pass if men they were will have pretty much forgotten your name already you're like insects to them but actually to that the thing is, is that if we're going to kill you because you're not useful, then maybe if you're acting like this, you're bravely going to die. You assume that we're going to kill you quickly. Because it's one thing to die. It's another thing to just be in agony. Like how you think, should I just take some toes first? And I so if you talk, if you talk, we'll make it quick. Because I I don't know what you what you want. I was like going out. Look, this is the problem. I seem so profoundly ignorant that we're trying to find some possible bit of information to get from you, but your remarkable stupidity is limiting our ability to find an excuse to keep you alive. Yeah, kind of uh, looks over at you and he's like going, he, uh, he goes, I, I understand that you're trying to insult salt me to get me to speak, but I don't know any anything. Uh, we were told to look for you. You guys fit the description. We, to told, we were told that you were trying to uh, to stop our brothers, and you and were told you found... this. Oh. You were told this by who exactly? Leopold. Okay. By phone or face to face? I, I think that he's just a fool. Not a fool. Not a fool. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saving this country from, from the monster in the White House. Take a look in the mirror, you gormless twat. When you were t uh, when you were successful in finding us, what were you going to do then? Are you just supposed to report back to a particular person, place? What were you supposed to do? Convince you to go back to New York. <laughs> okay, Wait. so why did so what, why did you off through the village? What was that? You snuck off through the village. You didn't confront us at the hotel. You skulked away like a couple of naughty schoolboys. Oh well, you know it's not uh, not not the best to start fights in the middle of town. 
So you weren't in a hurry to report to someone? You didn't have any means of communication? No. There's no way to commu communicate to anyone up in that, that country. Do you have a necklace on? Or the uh, guy on the floor? No. I'll, I'll look on the guy on the floor. Maybe look at a picture of him. They do not. Well, your brother will wake up eventually, sightless. Perhaps the fact that he's already lost an important faculty will make him more aware of the stakes. Do you guys know exactly the same thing, your brother and you? We're inseparable. So if we cut your tongue out, he could still tell us anything you know. Right. It's all very unpleasant. It's like, I don't know anything else. I'm supposed to tell you to go back to New York. I think he's too dumb to lie about it. So I should uh, level the... Uh, it's going to make a mess. Duh. Take him outside and do it. You can run. Bull yeller. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I will say one thing for these boys. They live remotely enough that nobody cares to hear a number of gunshots and cries. Probably they were always shooting helpless animals and the like anyway. Uh, well, I'm going to give their shack a once-over and see if there's anything. I'm not expecting literature, but maybe there's something more useful than the rack of shotguns that I can spot around here. If you want to get really Shakespearean about it, we can shoot Jimmy and cut out his brother's tongue and chop off his brother's hands so that he has no way to actually tell anybody what happened. And then they'll think that they shot each other, tortured each other. What happened to you, Damiel? Uh, I read a lot. <laughs> Titus Andronicus. You know, this is the thing about people with religious faith. When they lose it, sometimes it gets weird. Whereas those of us who are rational can discuss these prospects with cool dispassion and reason. Torture and murder. Kind of see him. He's 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 sweating. He's he's sweating a little as he's uh, looking around at 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 you. There's a time and a place for sadism, and as much as I would really like to take this baseball back to both of their balls before anything else goes uh, further from here, uh, honestly, I think just go outside. We find a nice little place where no one's going to wander in the compound. Uh, dig a couple of holes, put them in there, and then that's it. You know, if we put them in alive, um, his his uh, sense of duty to the Brotherhood is going to really have an interesting test. He'll have a little bit of time to think about the error of his ways. So that's poetic justice. Bury him up to here. Does anybody head, head have first. any honey? Do you have any honey <laughs> on the shelves? Uh, you give me a luck roll to see. <laughs> What's this, scapism? 76. 
It's got to have some domino sugar at least. Yeah. They probably have some sugar in the house. Yeah. Have blackstrap molasses. Oh. Two kinds of torture. First the molasses and then the ants. Uh, so is there, there's nothing in the hut that's, you know, there's just weapons and shoddy literature and... If even literature. What are they called, the little pornographic comics back in the day? Tijuana oh. Bibles. Probably a couple of Tijuana Bibles under a couch cushion. We could always bury all this shit with them as well, because at least it won't contaminate the local, uh, local <laughs> intelligence if anyone finds it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going in one direction being religious, but now you talk yeah. about Tijuana Bibles, I could go in a completely different direction. <laughs> I could lose my mind. I am old man, this gun heavy. Do I shoot him or no? It'd make a mess in here. It then asks, people will ask questions. That's the problem. I, I can just like break his neck. Good. There you go. That's a nice, clean way of doing it. And then we just drag him outside afterwards and throw him in a hole. But Alexios, you've never killed anyone. Ah, right. I haven't. <laughs> I don't want to destroy your immortal soul. Would, I that's mean... Why... It's probably already messy in here with the three dogs' blood and the... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Eyeballs. Yeah, it's probably gross. Please, step, step back. I'm going to walk outside. Yeah, and then we just set fire to the building afterwards if we want to clean up all that mess. So have you killed someone before, Boris? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so no need for Sandy. Roll for that then. killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came I, from Russia speak, at that time. I speak with the dead and I have ties to the Cossacks. Mm. So, yes. Yeah. 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 No That's need for a Sandy to... roll. <laughs> To okay. do it. Okay. And then yeah. we can I can channel him later and question him again if I want. Mm -hmm. he, he can hear all about how he's a moron again. <laughs> <laughs> how does martyrdom feel, bitch? Hey. <laughs> Perhaps before we end these two, I should ask the cards a question. I'm heading over towards the, the truck. Okay. But I'm walking. So. Right. Um, Matt, you might be quickest at reminding me the mechanics of this card divination. Is it 10 luck and I get one question? Uh, da -da 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 -da. Reading takes 1d10 rounds, costing the psychic 1d6 magic points and requiring a, a successful divination roll. All right, 1d6. My definition is 60. So I'm going to, and it is a question that I ask. It's a question that should really have a yes or no answer uh, with any additional information given at the keeper discretion. Uh, do I spend the magic before I roll for success? Yes. Yeah, normally it's that way. Good. All right. Six down and. Oh, an eight. Um, so I draw a card. Is there a reason that we should spare these creatures' lives? 
Um, besides uh, humanity, but besides humanity, a, no. A practical reason, not a <laughs> no. All right, I'm going to uh, prepare a small cup of coffee outside. I suggest we make it a slow fire so that we're well out of town before the locals notice. Mm -hmm. We have fate's can, blessing, friends. Can anyone scribble a letter saying some made up story about how they hate, I can't take my brother anymore, his constant lip smacking at dinner and blah, blah, blah. I, I just find it incredulous that they could read or write to begin with. Right, scribble. Just, just <laughs> leave it a, a mystery. Given um, they have this large rack of firearms and that they had a combined IQ in the low 60s, I don't think that any of the relieved townspeople will be that surprised if they finally set themselves aflame. If you shoot, uh, if you shoot the blind one in the face, they won't even know that his eyes are missing. Oh, on a purely selfish note, we do have a trail that if people did want to investigate, they could pin us to coming up here. So Rob, probably rather than burning the place down, we should probably clean it up and then just have it as though Croatoan, they just disappeared. Mm. Yeah, leave it as a mystery. Mm -hmm. Well, while we're thinking of what to do, can we take a five minute break? Yep. Five minutes later. All right, so yeah. So did, Boris, did you pull the trigger? Uh, well, he said to hold on for the card reading, so I was waiting. Yeah. But I will at any time. I have no problem. Yeah. You got uh, as far as the fates are concerned, uh, there is no practical reason to keep these two alive. Um, Jimmy, have you ever killed a man? Yes. I'm going to do psychology on that to see whether he's actually just be bravado. Uh, sure. It's 23 is a hard success. Uh, you think he believes it, yeah. So, do you want to uh, pray before I kill you? Because I, I am right with God. And as soon as he opened his mouth, I pulled the trigger. Uh -huh. I wasn't give him the option. I just wanted to distract him for a second so I could. All right. He ain't right with you, buddy. <laughs> that was very loud, Boris. Uh, sorry. I understand. Uh, okay, do, do this one quiet. I walk over to the other body and take out the knife and just cut his throat. Yeah. Uh, Alexius, uh, let's look for a good place for a couple of holes. This is like this is kind of like a like a you said it's a shotgun house. Is that much of like a junkyard? Yeah, yeah. I uh, anywhere then pretty much. We'll fit right in. I'm gonna take one standpoint just for that though. Okay. Uh, yeah, I bet they have some sort of oil pit sort of area where they drain engines and if we could dig next to that it'll really slow down discovery yeah they probably have a collection of water heaters 
<laughs> Speaking of engines as well, there is a truck over there that you might want to inspect, just in I'm, case. I'm already over there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So you, you get to the truck. Uh, it has a gun rack in the back with no gun, no gun in it. Um, looks like some of you will have to ride in the bed of the vehicle if you're going to. I'll, I'll ride, ride it. Nothing could go wrong with that. <laughs> After watching a recent video, hell no, I'm in the cab. <laughs> uh, there are keys in the truck. Yep. Keys are in the truck. Someone who uh, is more interested in um, maintaining mundane firearms should probably choose a couple of their better weapons for the gun rack. Uh, and we should make sure that we're, uh, you know, check the oil and the gas and they probably have reserves of all these things so we can cleanly move away. All right, so you guys get the get them buried. Well, I'm on cleanup duty, so I'm trying to clean yeah. up the the all interior right. as much as possible. So getting rid of all the all the copious amounts of blood that's now all over the inside of this place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bits and of, likewise uh... the dog remains and such. I want I I imagine that Morrison can think of some useful chemical treatment to speed that process. You know, I've got my portable chemistry set. If we add this much potassium, you know, sprinkle it about, do a little, just to make it look less like. Give me a chemistry roll. All right, my sciences are rather specific. <laughs> hmm. Don't you have a weird science skill? Uh, I do have weird science, yes. So I guess that's how we go. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. And I do have my chemistry. I do have, have a portable chemistry test kit. Mm -hmm. um, so what is what are your sciences on your character sheet? I have etherism and magnetism. Etherism. Mm. I have I have two, yeah, I have two um, steampunk things that All I right. have. Give me an etherism roll then. Perfect. Well, a uh, 97. I've just covered the inside of the shotgun shack with blood. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't uh, chemistry sec give you a bonus dice? I could be wrong. I thought that's why you had it. I mean, I just, I just filled my satchel with useful things. Mm -hmm. You want to uh, push the roll? Go for it. Yeah. Uh, if you fail, you'll actually kind of like uh, cause like a little bit of poisoning as the off-gassing of the chemicals come out. And everyone uh, will have to make a constitution roll or lose uh, 1d6 con. Does, do I have enough sense of my first mistake to warn people so that I can be the only one inside? I will allow you that, yes. Right. Yeah, because you're like, oh, this isn't working. Let, That's let me the add. wrong reagent, absolutely. But I should, if I add some deuterium, uh, yeah. Uh, if you hear me coughing, just, you know, go in low 
and dragged me out. It, it'll dissipate. When, the, when that purple haze starts filtering through the windows. 38 is very close um, to 40, so I'm... I'm You're I'm good. Quite, I'm quite fortunate. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little it's hairy feeling. You get your uh, chemical made up, and it does kind of uh, remove the, uh, the blood much quicker. Probably makes the place smell a lot better than it did when we arrived actually yeah it doesn't smell of uh, a body odor and clothes that been washed in weeks and for all we know nobody will come out to check on these guys for months i mean why wouldn't you come out here and check on them? yeah i mean it's the off season for tourists to be sent up here and the nazis are in the hills already so yeah it might be it might be fairly clear. All right. All right. Well, you got him buried. Got the hat. Got the hut cleaned up. On Do you have any truck. idea where this um, Devil's Pass is? We have a map that shows uh, a sort of back route to it from the place that uh, is it Linda at the yeah they go to the hotel. Yeah, they've got like the little tourist maps that you would see at those. Yeah. Well, we've got a somewhere. truck if you want to go up to. I don't know if that's what we want to do at this point. I, I think we discussed this when we were back in town. I think, at least from my angle, I think it might be worthwhile still going up to the Institute because there might be some further information we can get there. And I'd rather right. go forearm, uh, forearmed with as much info as we've got rather than just turn up on the doorstep. Uh, of the uh, yeah, the that's bad guys good. in the hills. That, that's a good point. Uh, and and we, they might have good directions also. Uh, and maybe we can do something about this stolen truck so that we don't have to keep driving it from county to county until eventually the brother's absence is noted. So, yeah, to the Institute. All right. All right, who has the highest mechanical repair? Mine's nope. 40. 10. When you, uh, why is it when you get to the truck, you notice that the uh, keys are there, but essentially it's kind of so old and ratty that the, uh, the Weblin boys probably had to essentially jiggle a little bit under the hood to get it to start while the other one turned the key. Mm -hmm. So, give me a mechanical repair. 31 uh, is a regular success. It roars to life. Okay. Uh, is there anything I can do while we're in this junkyard to, I mean, I mentioned gas and oil. Mm -hmm. Are there some spark plugs I can collect from other vehicles or anything else I can do so that we don't have to count on Right. Good fortune every time we stop this damn rattle trap. Give me a combined luck and spot hidden roll. See if you can find some. My luck is oh, 18 is grand. That's probably that's good enough for both because Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you find some uh stuff. And you you believe with like maybe a couple hours working on it, you could probably get it up and going. And I take one of those little wooden handled uh 
toolboxes from the day and throw in, you know, the, a, a, a more usable this and that and a couple of spark plugs and a rag and some, yeah, one of those oil cans so that we can, yeah. I think I'll work on it after when we next stop mm -hmm. <laughs> rather than here. Smart. All right. Uh, Wood, the Woodstock, where the Institute is, that's where you guys were heading. It's only about 15 miles from uh, Saugertee, so it's not like it's this huge jaunt out of the way. So is that where you are headed? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you drive through the... Uh, through the mountains or the, the foothills and the mountains. It's uh, quite a lovely drive. As you uh, pull up to uh, Woodstock, you see an old sign uh, advertising the, uh, the Maverick colony, uh, but it looks like it hasn't been updated in a few years. And you do uh, see some directions to the Slaughter Institute for Parapsychological Studies. Let's go pull, that way. Yeah. As you uh, pull up to the uh, to the building, it is a uh, two-story building. It looks like on uh, the top floor, there's uh, six uh, win seven windows facing facing uh, your way. The bottom floor, there's a corresponding seven windows also, and a uh, large double door at, at the front. You uh, do see a couple vehicles parked outside. Well, Blake, everything look as you'd expect. Yes. Uh, yeah. So nothing. Nothing has pretty much changed since I was last here. Very good. I look forward to meeting your friends. Mm. Yeah, this could get awkward. All right. Oh, uh, who's uh, going to approach first? If no one else is, I'll take point. Yeah, I don't know any about anything about these people, so I'm I'm just following Milton Marston. Yeah, I tend to have a bit of a terrifying presence, so that that's letting Mr. Blake go. Yeah. All, All right. right, head in head into reception. All right. When you open up the uh, the door. You are uh, immediately uh, greeted there on the wall. You see, you recognize a picture of uh, Dr. Nesbitt. He is a man probably in his uh, early 50s. And uh, under underneath of it, there's a little plaque. It says, in memory of. And uh, then in a uh, older man comes over, you recognize it as... Uh, as Joseph Drummer, the uh, caretaker that that seems is always he's always been here, he looks up. He's like, "Why is it, Mister Blake?" Yes, it is. You've uh, certainly got a good memory there, Joe. <laughs> oh, th thank you, thank you. He's like, "What?" And who are your friends? Oh, so yeah, friends from a uh, little way back down in the big city. It's uh, Damiel, Boris, uh, Mister Marsden. And uh, Alexios. Oh, well, 
This is quite the surprise. Was uh, you? Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Was Dr. Kalisham? Was she expecting you? Yes. In fact, we are responding to her correspondence by by coming here. Oh well, well wonderful, wonderful. Uh, she's uh, currently in in her in her office. If you'd like to like me to escort you down there. Yeah. Sure. Those, uh, and his his guy kind of walks off. He goes, "Oh, the." So, uh, have you settled down? Well, as as much as one can do, I'm still out and about on the road, so still, still traveling, still writing, just a bit more uh, discerning as to where I go these days. Oh, I understand. I understand. My Lydia, she she says that uh, this job it doesn't provide a lot of money, but it provides the stability that that she likes. So he kind of kind of walks you down a hallway. As you're walking, you uh, notice that you don't see uh, any other people around. Hmm. Can we hear movement elsewhere or activity elsewhere in the building? Uh, you give me a listen. Okay. Is quite good. Just sixty-eight under seventy. Uh, on the top floor, you might hear uh, someone like a chair being backed up across the floor. You know how it kind of vibrates when people mm -hmm. back it up. Back it up. Oh, so there are people here. It's there just... are just none down on the bottom floor. Hmm. I'll make the comment. Seems a bit uh, seems a bit sparse down here since I was last around. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, kind of getting a reputation of uh, not really. I mean, I, it's unfair. It's unfair. We, we we take good care of our uh, our our our. I don't want to use the word patience because it's not really patience, but but the uh, case studies. Yeah, but 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 some of them have been disappearing, and you know, there's been rumors of uh, some of them. The ones that are here, they keep saying they see ghosts, and so we just haven't been able to get any others in. Hmm. Kind of worried. I mean, you know, that we had a lot of subjects, you know, I'm not sure we're going to keep keep making income. Well, hopefully we'll be able to rectify that. Oh, I, I, I hope so. I hope so. He goes, well, well here we are. And he uh, stops and you see uh, at the uh, the director's uh, office, says Dr. Yvonne Kalisham. Yep, I'll like, shake his hand and thank him. So yeah, good, good to see you again. Yeah, keep you keep well. Should I uh, plan for uh, dinner for the five of you? I'll look around for everyone else and presumably agree. Absolutely. Sure. Oh, good, good. I've got some uh, some lovely head cheese uh, that that we'll have. Sounds very delightful. Oh, it, it is. It is. My wife, we, we don't we don't waste anything here. And then he kind of uh, uh, walks off. Okay, knock on the door. You hear uh, the old familiar uh, voice, and she's like, uh, yes, Joseph? Uh, I can open up, I poke my head in. Not quite. And she goes, well... You you came. I, I'm so happy. And uh, here is uh, what she looks like. 
So she uh, stands up. She's probably in her uh, about her mid thirties. Uh, looks like she has some more cares on, uh, on that she's carrying more cares on her shoulder than when you had last seen her. But she's like uh, Milton. I, I'm so so glad glad to uh, that you came. Well, I made a, I made a promise. Well, it, it's 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 good to see good to see that you've started to keep him. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is Yvonne Kalisham. Oh, I'll type it in here. For you. That's why I was hoping somebody would type it. In. <laughs> He's like, and uh, these are your associates that you uh, told me about. Indeed, yes, yeah, connected with the uh, or the same group. Well, come, come in, come in, come in. Uh, if uh, if you're, uh, if Milton has trust in you, then uh, then I'll trust. Then I guess I could trust you. I don't think I have a seat large enough for you, uh, young man, though. All is okay. I'll stand. It's good for legs. Uh, yeah, I, I, you look like the one that doesn't miss leg day. Never miss any day. So uh, she goes back, uh, back around behind the uh, the desk, and uh, she uh, reaches in. She pulls out a uh, a decanter, and she's like, "Going, uh, would anyone like some uh, some bourbon?" Ah, say no. Thank you. Bit of a rough day so far, so yeah, could definitely, uh, could definitely grab that. Yeah, she gives out some glasses and pours some, and she pours uh, a little bit more for her than she did for everyone else. She sits back and she's like going, "Well, Milton, uh, as uh, you uh, saw saw in my letter, uh, we've been having a little bit of a issue here with people." She has glasses that she pours. <laughs> uh, that we've been having a little bit of an of an issue here with people uh, disappearing, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So our, our latest one was a uh, Mister Tolhurst. Uh, I believe I mentioned him in the letter to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I'm at my wit's end. I I, I just can't can't figure figure out what what's going on i mean you know no one here is uh forced to stay so it's not like they're sneaking off they're they're all voluntary so they can leave anytime they'd like yes when you say they're disappearing what well, what are the circumstances and disappearance always in the middle of the night um uh, what's the worst is like you know it seems like when i wake up the most refreshed like i i've I've gotten the best night's sleep in a while i almost wake up with dread because every time every time i've had that wonderful night of sleep they're they're gone you know it it only happens once or twice a a year but but you say they're voluntary so if they, they wanted to leave, they would just give you their notice to leave. It is, but they leave their... They leave everything they have? Yes. I would say that it has to be abduction. Then. Somebody is kidnapping them. Or 
is there some dangerous area where they could be falling into a pit? I don't know the area at all. Oh, I mean, uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we're not that far from, from, you know, the forests and, and, uh, the mountains, but I, I wouldn't guess they would wander off in the middle of the night. No, no. I mean, no matter how maybe disturbed you've been, you, you, your body would be like, it, it's freezing. Ms. Kalisham, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, doctor, doctor, doctor Kalisham. My apologies, Doctor Kalisham. Um, what sort of facilities do you offer for the residents to communicate with the outside world? Do they write letters or send telegrams, or do you have a telephone? Oh, we we do have a telephone, and everybody's has access to it well yeah i mean in the middle of the night of course you know it's uh it's uh locked up but if they needed to make a phone call they all they would have to do is uh is wake up joseph and and he could uh, unlock it for them so you see that since you are rather out of the way and residents do not maintain automobiles here Anyone who left in the middle of the night would either succumb to the elements or have arranged to be uh, collected by some friend or family member. Did you ever find any footprints in the snow? Uh, well, we... She kind of uh, stutters a bit and she's like, well, the only real indication uh, of footprints in the snow was when, when my predecessor uh, disappeared. Uh, uh, Dr. Nesbitt. Uh, I'm sorry, Blake, when you were here, was Nesbitt running the show? How long, how, how long ago were you here, Blake? I think the figure quote was about five years ago, but it might be a bit longer. Uh, then if it was a little bit longer than five years ago, then he was running the show at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Kalisham, you were, uh, how did uh, Dr. Nesbitt find you to hire you as his subordinate and Oh, um, I was hired on because uh, I, I follow my graduation from uh, Bryn Mawr uh, College. I was uh, doing uh, research at Duke University and um, he was fascinated by my, uh, my, stu my studies of dreams. Ah, that's an interesting concurrence then with Mr. Blake. Um, on the occasions of these disappearances, when you sleep unusually well, is your sleep improved because of a lack of dreams? I don't remember my dreams. I mean, on those occasions or in general? Well, I mean, it's hard to hard to say if every time it's been on those occasions, but I know on the last one, I. I don't remember dreaming. And, uh, 
and Graham, Graham disappeared. It almost sounds like you're being drugged. Has anyone who has disappeared shown up later? No. Hmm. And these rivers are apparently escaping about uh, visitations by ghosts. Do those rumors originate here, to your knowledge? Well, uh, everyone can give me a psychology roll. I will spend one point of luck to pass that. All right. I got a hard. Nice. I failed. I feel like, you know, what? You can't waste an 11, so I'll spend one to pass it too. All right. Just because, you know, why be an ingrate for an 11? So um, when you mention the ghost, uh, she kind of uh, get the feeling like she held back uh, for a moment longer than she had, than she's been normally her cadence of talk. And she's like, well, uh, there's been rumors of ghosts in this area for a, for a while, and may, may, maybe Mr. Drummer's been uh, been been telling ghost stories. Uh, Mrs. Doctor Lady, um, I am a, what they call a medium. I uh, I do speak through ghosts. I don't know if you understand mm. this, but. Um, are, are, are you talking that you have like a, an ESP with ghosts? No. Or, no? They, they come into, I absorb their energy and their voice will speak through me. Some of the people here have seen. It is true. It's true. Hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. Milton, I, 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 I'm impressed that, that you could just, I mean, a subject like, like this, if we could prove that, I mean, think of, think of the grants the Institute would get if we could, could prove that this uh, gentleman here, here it does do, uh, not that I'm doubting you, you good sir, but, but, but you understand that the hard proof is, is what we're looking for. That, that'd be down to everyone. Everyone doubts until they see, but Blake, he, he talked very highly of you for many long times for me to come up here to speak with you. He insisted I come and I wink at uh, Blake. Yeah, I will nod along in agreement. Oh, wow. This is, this is. You this were is right. Cool. She is nice lady and I pat Milton on the shoulder. Hmm. He takes a sip of her bourbon with that. Hmm. He says, I'll, I'll have Dr. Winslow uh, contact you. He's, he's been our primary uh, one that's been uh, doing, doing the studies now. I've unfortunately kind of gotten bogged down in the paperwork. You should get credit for it, not some other doctor. Oh, my, my, name, my name would be on the study. Put on top, like important lady doctor person. And that's sincere. I wasn't being. But yeah, right. Yeah. 
but but uh, I mean, this is this is quite 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 wonderful. But you know, I I know I know you didn't just just come here to to bring me a uh, uh, someone to study. Uh, but I was hoping that maybe you had some insight. I mean, I was interested, fascinated by. You think I might be drugged, but I couldn't imagine who would be doing that. Well, do you have any? of the personal possessions of the most recent uh, disappearing? Uh, we do, and I have uh, I have the the final interview interview we had, had with him. He seemed distracted. Hmm. Maybe he knew something was coming. Oh, well, if I can have a look at the uh, the items, that would be a thing for a place to start and then we can have a look at the interview afterwards oh of course um and she uh reaches down underneath her uh desk and you see there's like a little uh you assume there's like a button there and because you, you hear a little and you hear uh after a little bit of time you hear the door open and uh joseph sticks his head back in and he's like uh yes ma'am uh yes uh my associates here, they would like to uh, see some of the uh, the the uh, items of uh, Mr. Tolhurst's items that he left behind. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'll, I'll go get, get them out of, out of storage. Where would you like to examine them, sir? Uh, well, don't see any reason, not unless Yvonne has any problem doing it in here. No, of course not. That, that'll be fine. He goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back shortly. Starts kind of uh, walking off again. Doctor Callisham, um, you knew Mister Blake when he was resident, yes? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, what did you think of uh, his uh, unusual characteristics when you had the opportunity to? Uh, study him well i uh think that that uh mr blake um he does have a gift although uh he has uh at the time he had a lot of maturing to do mm. and issues to overcome yeah kind so of, uh, smiles at you <laughs> mm -hmm. So it doesn't come as a surprise to you that he might be able to ascertain something about your missing Tollhurst based on his material possessions. Uh, no, it, it does not. I I saw some unbelievable things from from him before. Can you describe roughly the range of people who are investigated in this facility? Uh, what do you mean? Like how many or what the abilities are? How many at a time? It appears you're rather under the water at the moment. But yes, what sort of unusual facilities they express. And I wonder if there's any correlation between those who go missing and what faculties they share. Hmm. She, she goes, well, we uh, generally will try to have uh, at the height, uh, up to ten, up to ten patients at at a time, or ten subjects. 
know, uh, I will, I'll be honest, most of them are um, either people that, that believe they have a psychic power, but is more, can it be more easily explained as uh, putting more uh, faith in coincidences than, than true. Uh, some are just, I think, looking for a place to stay for a while. But we do get get some uh, some true some true uh, specimens here. Uh, we have one currently right now a, a Je Jeffrey Jeffrey's Stuvasant. Mm -hmm. He's uh, this is his third time staying here. Actually, he's uh, he's uh, quite quite gifted. And um, what unusual what capacity does he ask? Oh, his gifts? Oh, he is uh, able to see, he claimed that when he was uh, at home that he was able to see, well, ghosts, I guess. I mean, people that, that had been long dead. Like you, Boris. Ah, but um, does he have any radical ideas or bigotry? Well, I mean, he has uh, some interesting ideas and uh, some claptrap about cities, cities below the surface of the earth. I mean, that's pretty radical, I guess. But bigotry? No, no, he's a he's a he's a sweetheart. In fact, he he interacts with Doctor uh, Winslow, who is a. Uh, is an African American man. He uh, interacts with him with no issues at all. That good. What kind of crackpot Hollow Earth stuff has he been saying? Oh, he's been talking about that. He keeps seeing this uh, that there's a city that uh, below the Earth uh, where the sky is a uh, always blue, like there's no night. The idea of a sky below the surface just seems contradictory. I agree. Yeah. Does he what does he call this place? Uh, he hasn't given it a name. That's interesting. Often when people invent the fantastical in this way, they come up with sort of things like names and false languages and that sort of external material first. How does he understand this inner space? Oh, well, he, uh, he says that, that he's been, uh, sho been shown it by uh, a friendly agent or an antagonistic one. Well, well, that's, we're still trying to get to the, get to that. Revelation. Yeah. We don't so know. Up to 10 residents in general, how many are currently on the... Uh, we have three, unfortunately, only three. We have Jeffrey, and we, of course we have uh, a Carol, a, uh, a very uh, kind woman who has a uh, psychic abilities, but she's, uh, I think she's here because she's hoping that we can cure her because she feels that it's a... Uh, a curse that's going to damn her soul to to hell. What uh, what are her abilities? 
Oh, uh, she would. Uh, she would know. No things were going to occur before. Precognition. And the last one that we have is a uh, a Ted Pope. He's a. Uh, he's got. I'm not quite sure he has the, the psychic abilities. He's uh, used to work for a carnival outlet. He, you know, guess your weight, guess your age. I guess he was quite successful at it, but. So no telekinetics. Oh, no, no. Yeah, we haven't seen anything uh, uh, like that. But of course, you know, we've just started to expand it out. Dr. Nesbitt, of course, was much more interested in, uh, in, in dreams and, and what they could tell us of either a uh, future life or a past life. What do you believe personally, Dr. Kalashin? Oh, I, I do believe in uh, ESP. I, I think that uh, there has been uh, definite proof on that. But I think it's uh, important to, uh, to uh, approach people that, that openly claim that they have this with a, uh, a little bit of uh, doubt. As, uh, that's the only way you can truly, truly see. Because if you want to believe it's there, you're going to accept the evidence instead of scientifically approach it. Well, and yes, your belief in it shouldn't have any factor anyway. Exactly. Although I have been reading some new theories about Schrodinger, uh, where he says that just watching, observing something, you affect the outcome of the experiment. I hear he has a really nice pussy cat. I don't know. I see you brought a cat with you. Well, he either does or he doesn't. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, uh, it's, it's, I wasn't sure if Theodore was still left at the uh, hotel. Is he actually with us here? Ah, uh, sure. Why not? Because I like cats. You brought your cat. <laughs> Yay, there we go. And it keeps I you don't, happy. I don't think leaving Theodore behind in general is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep him around. Where was um, he during the dog attack? Hiding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sally, not there. Being smart because uh, <laughs> he was in a black box between two states. Yeah. Um, at, at that time, you get a. There is a knock on the door, and uh, it before she's able to even re respond, the door opens and uh, this gentleman comes in. And uh, as he enters in, she's like, oh, uh, Dr. Yeah, Winslow. Winslow. Uh, thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, swinging, swinging by. Uh, you, ca you caught me a little unaware. We, I have uh, some guests. And he, uh, he looks at all of you and he's like going, it's a pleasure to meet, to meet you. Uh, Bertrand, please. Good to meet you. Bertrand? Uh, are uh, these new subjects? I think we're uh, 
Well, that's a fair question, Dr. Kalashim. What, what capacity should we be considered? We um, would like to stay as residents uh, for as long as our investigations could be useful. I do not think that we are quite to be considered as subjects, though. Blake, you're returning. You have the most at stake in that regard. What would you say? I'd say, well, I'd like to think we're guests. We could we could assist in their studies if they want to use this as control. Mm -hmm. Kind of uh, looks you up and down, and he's like going, so uh, no abilities uh, among any of you. And Blake, though, I've heard. Oh, well, you. that would be for you uh, to determine. <laughs> I... Uh can speak with dead you can speak with the dead oh well that will be uh that'll be a hard one to prove unfortunately but i'm willing to uh attempt now or later no la later later i find i've had more much uh, better success if uh, once people are comfortable in the uh their environment Because uh, Yvonne, I was uh, here to discuss if we were going to finally clean out the attic. And she's like, "Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. We'll 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 get we'll get to it eventually. I I know I know we need to uh, to go through Doctor Nesbitt's files, but 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 we it can wait. All right. Well, we're not busy right now with so few subjects." Uh, well, I believe I will see all of you at uh, dinner. I saw uh, Joseph uh, getting out more plates than usual. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. It's uh, nice to meet you too, sir. Turns and kind of uh, walks back out. And she's like, that's uh, Dr. Winslow. He's a, a dream researcher. Did uh, did Doctor Nisbet locate him, or did you, did you hire? Uh, he was uh, brought on by uh, Doctor Nesbitt. Uh, he helped him build his uh, dream machine, and he's been wanting to get it get it back out of the attic ever since. Understandably, I should think. I think that, not to speak ill of. Uh, missing but i think that that might have been one of dr nesbitt's uh little flights of fancy did you ever um were you ever subject to the dream machine yourself terrible headache afterwards terrible electromagnetism i assume yeah, well yeah yeah you'd uh, put on like a little uh hel helmet it was connected to wires. It, I mean, most people don't even want to get on it. It, it makes it makes them feel like they're sitting down in an electric chair. Mm. Perhaps while um, uh, we are guests here, and you look into Mr. Konev's 
experiences and revisit Mr. Blake's, I can assist uh, Dr. Winslow in revving up the old device. I am curious about those sorts of things. Oh, well, I mean, he'd definitely uh, warm up to you. He's sorry that he's a little gruff at times. I'm sure he'd expect to find a number of objectively peculiar strangers in your office. That is true. Oh, um, speaking of unexpected curiosities, uh, is there a place that we could park the truck that we came up in that's out of the way? Um, I'm sure uh, around back, I mean. An outbuilding or some such. It's, uh, yeah. it's an unusual providence. Uh, and it would be best if we didn't draw unwelcome attention to our visit. Oh, I hope it's no uh, no issues with the law. But yes, you 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 could. Yeah, we have a uh, a story shed out back. Also, the worry that if it rains, I think the uh, the critical mass of rust on that thing might finally tip it over the edge. Yeah. No. And it's barely holding together. It's quite right. I understand. Uh, also, I have a giant wounded dog in back of car. It, two dogs attack. Oh. I, I fix what I can. Maybe a dog can help. Uh, well, we're not really that kind of doctor. I mean, we had a little bit of medical training, obviously, so we could look at it, but there's a vet in town. That mm, maybe is big dog. Well, big, small, you know, they, they should be able to care. They take care of horses, so. Good. And then uh, Joseph comes back, and he he sees he's got a uh, box of uh, items. He kind of uh, sets it down. He's like, "Oh, and this is uh what we have is uh his suit suits that he uh, checked in with, and uh, you know some of his uh, toiletries." Okay, uh, having a look through the box, is there anything that would immediately leap out as being more a treasured item than anything else in there? Um, hmm. No, not, not nothing that's like, oh, you know, this is my uh, valuable watch or anything like that. No. He loved that coat. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he loved that toothbrush. <laughs> okay, but the, the toothbrush probably then would be something more useful. Because it's might. something you would have used every day. No, a hairbrush true. also might have tactile material. I don't know how your system works. Oh, again, it's all about like degrees of sympathetic connection. Uh, I'm going to grab that toothbrush, concentrate for a minute, and I'm going to use my clairvoyance. Okay. Give me a uh, clairvoyance roll. All right, that will be uh, 1d6 rounds. 
six. <laughs> so holding on to it for a little bit. One uh, d six plus one magic points. Two, one extreme to the other. Down to thirteen, mm -hmm. and then the roll. Thirty-five is a regular success. Uh, mm -hmm. I can spend seven luck to bring it down to a hard if that's any different. No, no, that'll be fine. Okay. Okay. All right. So as you are. Uh... So generally, what kind of like feelings have you been getting? I want to try and stay consistent with uh, what the previous keeper was. Right. Oh, well, when I last used it, I'm mainly trying to get an idea of where this person is. And then the last time, the last time I did it was with uh, our it. friend, the dentist, who went missing, and I got a vision of him in that tower. So visions, etc. Gotcha. All right. Um, so um, as you are kind of. Uh, you get a uh, vision of a uh, a tower, but a different tower than the one you uh, saw before. And you almost get the feeling that's below your feet. Okay. Um, any impression of the surroundings of it, kind of the construction, if it's a particular design or uh you can give me a cthulhu mythos roll oh okay come on baby six or less <laughs> i am not burning like 80 odd points of luck so. oh then <laughs> <laughs> no no you, you don't got a feeling for the construction mm -hmm. looks like it's made out of gold is probably the best impression you have out of gold. Yep. You went to El Dorado. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look a little bit confused and uh, pop it back in the uh, in the box. Hmm. Yeah. Anything, Blake? I think we might need to talk to our uh, Hollow Earth enthusiast. I have some questions, yes. Hmm. So, um, Nesbit might be underground? Underground in a tower of gold. Well, this was Tollhurst. Tollhurst, yeah. Tollhurst, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, could be a mausoleum. It's a very expensive one, if it is. How literal have you found these things to be? Well, the somewhat the more fantastical ones, we still haven't got any verification of it yet. So it could be a metaphor. It could be more literal. Until we, until we have some kind of corroborating evidence, I can't tell either way. Have you ever used this technique on? Uh, people who are no longer living? I don't believe so. Hmm. Much to be explored. Hmm. 
I'm afraid our tests of the anvil were so inconclusive and hurried. Mm. Yeah, annoyingly so. Well, gentlemen, uh, anything else I can provide you with? I, I was hoping to get uh, the paperwork finished before dinner. We have about an hour. If uh, you could show us to some places that would be out of the way. She's like, I'll, I'll have Joseph show you. She reaches under her desk again. You hear the... Uh, uh, and a bit of time. About a few minutes later, uh, the door opens and Joseph goes, yes, ma'am. She's like, uh, our guests were uh, hoping to uh, find... Maybe you could show them their room and uh, anything else that they, they were needing. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes. Like, gentlemen, uh, do you need help with your bags? No, not me. Oh, okay. Looks like Alexios has already gotten going out to get our bags. Oh, well, uh, he could probably carry it all. <laughs> You could probably carry the rusted truck into the outbuilding. <laughs> you could grab the bags and he could carry you carrying the bags. I don't know if I want to take part in, in that. But uh, he starts walking down the hall and you see he's going back toward the entryway and he opens up a door and you see that there's a, a stairway up and he's like going, our... Uh, our guest rooms are upstairs. Uh, downstairs is uh, me and the missus sleep here. And uh, Dr. Kalisham will often sleep here also. And he uh, takes you on up, on up the steps. When you come, come to the top of the steps, you're in a long hallway. And bo on both the left and the right side, there are uh, six doors. Uh, and one of in one of the doors is open, and you hear a uh, woman singing a uh, singing a, a hymn. He goes uh, this way uh, since we'll put you on the opposite side of the hallway from uh, from the people that are being studied. All right. So he shows each to each to your room. You know, as you open it up, it's a one one bed. You can see that the bed is set up. Uh, if they wanted, they could turn it into a bunk bed, but uh, doesn't look like they've had to in a while. And there's uh, one one little nightstand nearby. And he points out at the end of the hallway, he's like the uh, the water closets, uh, at the very last door on the right. Oh, would you be needing anything else? I don't think so. Is there any reason why we can't walk about? Oh no, you, you're you're free to walk about. Thank you. Are the other guests free to walk about also? Like, would we maybe run into them in the night, going to the closet or anything? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, the, yeah. The, oh no, no one's uh, strapped down here. Just to know. Oh That's no. It's good. We're not that kind of institute. I, I, I understand. Do you have particular times when we eat? Oh, communal room. Well, we'll all be down in the dining room at uh at eighteen hundred. 
So uh, in about 45 minutes, the missus is, uh, has, has got the meal meal going. The uh, head cheese is, red, is uh, ready. I, I tried some. It is is quite, quite tasty. If, you're not, if that's not your style, we have a, a lovely boiled cabbage. Go well this, together. Stage, this meal just gets better and <laughs> better. That's yeah, quite a difficult choice for you, isn't it? Because you're Russian. You love boiled cabbage. I, I want both. I mean... <laughs> Uh, I, if you don't generally uh, serve coffee at dinner, if you would make an exception, I'd appreciate it. I tend oh. to require a great deal of stimulation. Oh, of course, no problem. Much appreciated. We'll uh, be happy to. Uh, I'll be happy to uh, make sure that when you order provisions next, I provide you with. Uh, further funds and possibly some recommendations about appropriate beans. Mm. And uh, singing, uh, that's Miss Carol, I assume? It is, it is. She has a, uh, she has a, a wonderful voice and all. If you put in a request, she'll, she'll sing it for you, but only hymns. She's a very faithful individual then. She is, yes. Keeper. I hate to wait till now to ask this, but what day of the week is it and what what's our date? Do you know? Saturday when we had dinner. Uh so it's either Saturday or Sunday. We'll I think go it was it was Saturday when we were at the hotel having dinner, so probably Sunday now. Yeah, we'll go Sunday. Okay. So uh Joseph excuses himself and heads back up to the dinner. Oh, yes. When he's out of earshot, uh, maybe suggest to uh, Marsden, uh, when you go up and have a look at that machine or any of his other effects, if there's anything that, again, looks significant for Nesbitt, see if you can get it down here and I can have a look at it. Understood, yes. Um, how does your old friend seem to you now that you're meeting her again? Uh, well, that's actually a question for the keeper. Is there anything that's uh, significantly out of character for her since uh, we last met? Um, no, she's, she's got a little bitterness of uh, the breakup, but besides... She's an ex. That's hardly surprising. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But you do get a feeling that she was probably desperate to have reached out to you. Oh, lovely. I feel loved. <laughs> so I had a thought that it's just the group, right? Yeah. Being that that cave is close to here and bodies went missing, do you think that those gray-eyed people jumped into some of the psychic sense of the people here. Potentially. I don't, I don't think they left of their own volition, put it that way. Yeah. But we have to keep in mind that the uh, Lemurians are seeking particular bloodlines or attributes that we don't understand. They won't just occupy 
at right. random that could hardly assume that this institution would house suitable subjects unless they had some knowledge. I, and the uh, other thing, oh, she said when she has a good night's sleep, people disappear, either being drugged or maybe the whole complex is being put to sleep. Or she's a vampire. <laughs> I would like to know when she was first subjected to the dream machine, when the first people began to disappear, and how her machine? sleep is like in general. Well, that's, I need to see Winslow about that. No, I don't remember anything about it. I presume, anyway. No. I do believe that there are sometimes doorways through which people go and they don't come back or sometimes they come back that's why i asked if some of them had come back um there was an incident a few years ago at uh, up, upstate new york a church uh, that i uh, part of my religion former religion um there was a priest with, uh, he had uh, seven children, and one of the children suddenly disappeared. And uh, they, uh, they searched for a couple of days. They were near the woods. They thought the child had must have wandered off in the woods. And then all of a sudden, the little girl came walking out of one of the bedrooms, and she could not tell them where she had been. And they freaked out. They've never been able to get her to explain where she was. Hmm. So sometimes I think it's possible. This is why one of the reasons I despise small children, they make terrible witnesses. You guys hear one of the uh, doors in, down the hallway open, and you see a uh, a man come out. He's a little heavy set, kind of uh, chawing on some gum. Looks like he's in his early thirties with some blonde hair. As soon as he uh, sees you, he uh, he brightens up and he starts wa walking your way. He, he approaches, and he's like going, going, oh, new guest. Good to see you. He's like going, uh, you are, and he's looking at you, Damio. He goes, you are, and he guesses your weight within about two pounds of what you actually are. He's like going. That's pretty good. My tailor can do that too. Ah, <laughs> well, it is a, uh, it is a unique talent but maybe your tailor has a uh, has a career uh, in the carnival circuit mr pope i presume it is but i'm at a loss uh perhaps my name is obvious to you no no i i was better on the the age and the the weight and uh maybe what you were going to do uh, a few minutes from now He's like going, I foresee you not really enjoying dinner. That's a fair assumption, I'll admit. 
Well, next. Do me, do me. Oh, you, you, I, I, I see you. Um, uh, and he, he got those, uh, and uh, he's 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 off on on his age on, on you. He, he about about twenty years too young. My friend, you are exactly correct. And I give him a big handshake, pat him on uh, the arm. I'm trying to butter him up to right. Yeah, yeah. He kind of uh, uh, smiles. And he's like going. He's like, oh, this is a. Uh, this is, this is great. He's like, I've always been gifted with this. I made made quite you quite the very talented. I tell you. Thank you, thank you. You can make a lot of money. I, I was doing quite well until uh until the boss caught me in bed with his wife. I, I guess I didn't see that one coming. Maybe I was distracted. Same, same. Well, you know, it's uh. How it but is. worth it. It was worth it. I and I start laughing with him. <laughs> He's uh, quite jovial, uh, jovial with you. He goes, oh, man, you got the the mountain over here. Oh, we could have uh, we could have used him. He could have bent some of the bars. The the trick is they're actually aluminum. You know, they're they're, they're not not really iron, but. He goes, so so uh what are you here to here to be studied for? Me? Yeah, yeah, any of you. Oh. I can talk to the dead. You talk to the you talk to the dead and he uh yells down, he's like, Hey Carol, uh someone here can talk to the dead. Maybe he could tell you if uh, any of that mumbo jumbo is true. You kind of you, you hear the singing stop, and then she she moves on to onward Christian soldiers. It's like she goes that she's she she's a a fun one to tease. Given uh, Mr. Pope that you lost your position with your particular carnival due to an indiscretion. How did you discover this institution and how do you hope it will advance your interests? Oh, well, I, uh, I, there was a pamphlet uh, with this, how I discovered it. And I hope to, uh, it'll advance my interest by uh, giving me a place to stay until another carnival passes through and I can hitch on onto them. and. I guess the circuit up here should not be that irregular. Summer's coming. Exactly. I, I foresee one coming through in a few weeks. Uh, so your uh, advanced knowledge extends to circuses more than husbands. Yeah. And I can read the advertisements. <laughs> I... Did you know any card readers when you were in your carnival last? Oh yeah, we we had we had uh, lots of that could do uh, card tricks. Tricks. Do you find that they were fatigued after an an exercise? No. Well, no, no. They they drink you under the table. That's one of the things about the carnival. You can't. You have to 
perform again and again and again. That's why even a strong man uses aluminum bars. Mm -hmm. Do you feel fatigued after you make one of your guesses? Oh, most definitely not. I, it's, a, it's thrilling to see the sh shock on their face. And if you, if you miss, I mean, what? We give it an eraser. The uh, woman down the hall that irritates you, does she seem fatigued after one of her exercises? Oh, well, I wouldn't say she irritates me. I just say I enjoy teasing her. Uh, does she seem fatigued after her exercises? Uh, yeah, probably a little, but you know, I think some of that is her just trying to... Uh, her performance style no no i think more of her just uh she's she's quite stressed out anything in particular she's concerned about well she doesn't talk to me but uh from what i've gathered from from jeff who she's talked to uh quite a bit that uh she's she's conflicted she's uh fleeing a uh a uh, husband who's uh, treated her her poorly, but she's worried about getting a divorce. Hmm. Well, uh, our friend Amiel and she would could probably have uh, instructive conversation. Oh, wow! Awesome. Possibly as well. He's like, you guys are, uh, I, 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 I like your uh, Russian friend. The, the, the others are, uh, you'll warm up to me. Everyone yeah. does. They are stuffed shirts, you know. I, I, I hear you. Although that one there, I'm surprised he can even find a shirt to wear. <laughs> Don't get him mad. <laughs> no, I, I. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I don't get mad. I get stabby. He has to have his clothing tailor-made. It's a good thing so many circuses close. And uh, about that time, you hear uh, you hear a bell ring, and the uh, other door opens up, and you see a uh, a young man in his early twenties comes out and he's like going oh he kind of sees you and he, he looks a little startled and he's like going oh uh, that's the dinner bell and cheese and cabbage it's like Christmas <laughs> and he, he goes uh, kind of uh, uh, running toward the stairs not in a full 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 burn or run but you know kind of and a quickly be walking and uh, Carol comes out of her room uh, still humming uh, she's moved on to a holy 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 as she's uh, humming and she's going going toward the, the steps but you know notice when she or she sees you talking to Ted that she uh, avoids eye contact <laughs> and uh, with uh, you guys are you guys headed down to dinner? I guess so, yeah. All right. I'm going to pocket a little pemmican, <laughs> as I suspect that it'll be more palatable. 
Oh, I don't know. Meat and aspic sounds delicious. I accept nutrition, but I do not drive pleasure from, you know, the odd meats or the <laughs> soggier plants. Just like Baba used to make back home. Waste not, want not. It's true. All right. As you come into the uh, dining room, you see a uh, large uh, dining room table. Uh, Yvonne sitting at the head of it. Dr. Bertram sitting at the other end. You do have places set for you. And uh, we'll pick up next, uh, next session with the dinner. Cool. <clears throat> Our players included... Jason Melnichok, Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Mark Anthony, and myself with Keith Craig as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of game playing, game mastering. There's a link below. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.